0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you sweet, unique, exquisite being. I believe we're all aspects of the divine here to express, explore, and uh, play and create in our own individual ways. I know I suffered a lot when I um, didn't accept and receive this notion, when I was trying to prove to others, when I was trying to compete with others. That really is a recipe for disaster and incredible suffering. I think when we start to understand we are unique, we are supposed to be unique, we are supposed to create and celebrate in our own individual way, we can start to relax and enjoy this human experience a lot more. So my hope, prayer, and intention for you today is that you are feeling comfortable in your skin, that you are feeling relaxed, peaceful, and aligned with your soul, self, and source. And today I want to talk about One of my favorite quotes, I'm going to start with one of my very favorite quotes. And if you've you've hung out with me at all, or if you've uh, hung out with me on my Facebook lives, which I do every Monday, and they're also available on my YouTube channel, Tammy B PhD, one of my very favorite quotes is from Pierre de Chardin, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So to me, what this means is we're not human beings trying to have a spiritual experience. We're not just human beings and we're not just spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. To me, what comes forward is that this is two sides of the coin and one without the other would be incomplete. And when I first heard this quote, I found it revelatory. It was something that. I hadn't really thought of, hadn't considered, but as I heard these words, it resonated deeply as truth. The truest truth of who you are and who I am is an aspect of the divine. We are part of this energy of unity, of love, of compassion, of bliss. It's heaven. My teachers would say, we didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We left heaven to come to earth and experience this reality of duality, of contrast, A black, white, good, bad, right, wrong, this, that. And as we remember the truth, as we choose, because this is a planet of free will and choice, to awaken to our divine nature, the truth, truest truth of who we are, which is spiritual beings, we can start to thin the veil. pierce the veil and bring more heaven to this planet as on earth as it is in heaven. But it's not really until we want to wake up Or um, open our minds and more importantly, our hearts to truths with a capital T and the principles that the masters and enlightened ones such as Jesus or Buddha have shared with us. Not until we do that can we start to um, really take responsibility for our lives and really bring in more light, more love, more healing, becoming more whole and really experiencing more joy. Garden of Eden days, heaven on earth days, and um, a miracle-filled life. So for me, definitely identifying more with my nature as a soul rather than just a simple um, three-dimensional human being has really, really supported me and helped me to expand my inner container, to love myself more unconditionally. Because you know what? Being human is clumsy. There is no perfection here. And we have to be able to get to the place of realizing that we didn't come here to be perfect. We didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We came here to experience, again, being separate, being human, having egos, having personalities. And uh, there are aspects of this that are challenging. It can be painful. But once we have this awareness, we can be more compassionate with ourselves and Maybe stop judging ourselves and others so much so that we can really start to um, relax into authentic shape, journey to center, come into alignment, become more whole. So, you know, the human self, the ego, which gets a it gets kind of a bad rap. Ego edging God out really living our lives from that posture of disconnection, it really is a painful place to be. I do believe there is such thing as healthy ego, to just simply have that awareness of uh, personal boundaries and discernment, to take responsibility for our side of the road, to take 100% responsibility for our reality, I think is very um, important. It's very helpful to be able to acknowledge ourselves as maybe flawed and imperfect and having our own, human uh, desires or intentions. I think that that's important to say, you know what, I really do want to manifest the job, the career, the money, the relationship. I do want to um, have vibrant health and weigh what I want to weigh. It's okay to want these things. You know, uh, I had a, a debate with one of my spiritual teachers once, and she was talking about Buddha. Desire is at the root of suffering. And I said, but, I think as a human being, we can't help but have desires. You know, I desire to be warm, fed, safe, dry, prosperous. I don't think we can just pretend that we don't have those desires. You know, and I think if we do, we do something called a spiritual bypass. And again, we aren't just spiritual beings. We aren't just human beings. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. So to be able to say, you know what, my human self really does want this. I think our spiritual self or our soul self is really at peace all of the time. But it's okay to have the awareness. My human self really wants that job. My human self really wants that dangling carrot very badly (laughs) so that I can be happy. So it's okay to be disappointed and acknowledge your human emotions. Say, for instance, you get in a car wreck or you get the flu or something worse Or maybe you have a fight or a breakup with someone you care about. Or maybe a job or career opportunity that you thought was going to happen falls through. Maybe you lose something that really matters to you. You have that dangling carrot that comes close and goes away. It's okay to acknowledge your human emotions. And in fact, I think it's healthy and really important. You know, for a lot of years, I didn't cry. I was determined to be strong. And I did not give credence to my feelings. I basically put walls around my heart. And I thought myself so, again, stoic and so strong. My ex-fiance would call me an ice queen. And I thought this was the greatest of compliments. It was not. (laughs) And in retrospect, I have a lot of compassion for that girl that really believed she had to be that quote unquote strong. And maybe I thought that because... To be weak or vulnerable meant I wasn't worthy of love. I was raised by a man that had an incredible work ethic and taught me not to cry and, you know, taught me to work hard. And and so that's what I learned to do. Sometimes we take the baton um, from our parents like a marathon and then we keep running that direction. But eventually I hit the wall and fell down and realized I need to go a different direction. I need to change some things in a big way in my life, because this is not only not fun, it is torture. i had carried a lot of grief and a lot of anguish for many, many years, and it was affecting my health in ways that I wasn't necessarily aware of. But if you think about it, disease, dis-ease, unease, if we have unprocessed emotions, undigested hurts or heartbreaks, anger, sadness, grief, it's going to manifest in our physiology. And so I hit a wall and my teachers had said, we just really sense um, that you're carrying a lot of unprocessed grief. And I said, well, I don't know what to do about that. I don't know what it's for. don't know what it's from. They said, you don't need to know the details. What you need to do is allow yourself to feel your feelings. Give yourself permission to cry. Well, that was weird. I'd never considered that. They said, that's how you're going to clear... Um, the negative or heavy or painful baggage that you've been carrying. And I said, well, I don't know how to get this party started. And I've shared this story before. Maybe you've heard it before, or maybe you haven't. Um, They said, well, to get the party started, you know, uh, get an onion, maybe an organic onion, get some cloth, maybe some felt or some cheesecloth, put this under warm water, chop up the onion, make a poultice, put it on the cloth, And you know how onions make your tears water, your eyes water, right? it starts to provoke the tears. And just breathe deeply and let the tears flow. And that may bring up certain um, memories, certain hurts and heartbreaks that maybe you haven't um, fully allowed to move through you. I think it's a very rare adult that gets to adulthood that has not um, cried their tears. I can see clearly now that I've processed my grief and cleared my tears and cleared my baggage, it's very obvious to me who is really hurting, who is carrying a lot of unprocessed pain. So as we clear our hurts, as we clear our heartbreaks, as we cry the tears that maybe we've held up inside of ourselves and locked away in the closets of our own psyche, as we give permission for that to come out of the closet, to clear it and to clean it, we become more Whole, we become more authentic. We become more congruent. We become more aligned with our soul self. We come into more harmony with our spiritual self, with our human self. We become more balanced, and we can start to enjoy this human experience a lot more. We can also experience a lot more miracles and Godwinks and grace. So. Years ago, not that many years ago, maybe three or four years ago, I um, was living in Los Angeles and I was actually uh, going back and forth between Boise, Idaho and Los Angeles. And my human self loves L.A. My ego personality was all about uh, big city, big lights, fame, fortune. Uh, and I really, really, really loved L.A. But it seemed a few things were happening. And my husband said to me, I think maybe you're being... Ushered out of here. And I didn't want to hear that because my human self really has an attachment to my life looking a particular way. And I'd gotten in a couple of car wrecks and a, a ticket, and there was just some really challenging things happening in LA. And before I really thought about what I was saying, I said, Well, I guess I could consider selling my condo. And then before I knew it, he had the realtor over there, he had the, uh, place on the market. And it sold like for cash within like a week. I was really upset. I was devastated. In fact, went into a lot of grief around that. And part of my soul is like, I know I'm peaceful, but I don't feel very peaceful. I really had to give myself permission to go through the gyrations and the hurt that this brought up for me, me surrendering what my human self thought my life was going to be. I was talking to a healer about this and she goes, Tammy, you've thought for many years that by virtue of having this big blow it out life, you would feel more alive. You thought by virtue of having the red carpet experience, by having the fame, by having this really out there life where you're getting a lot of attention, you would feel more alive, that you would feel more loved. But that's not what your soul wants for you. That's what your human self wants what your soul wants is to move more into the realm of subtleties. This is where peace is. This is where grace is. This is where God is. And I have to admit, I felt a little conflicted (laughs) because I didn't want to let go of what my human self wanted. Although I do want peace, grace, goodness, and God, I also want the big blow it out, out there, see and be seen live. So what I did was take my human um, desires to God and had a pretty forthright conversation with him. It's like, I think you know me better than I know myself. I think you know my contracts, my curriculum, my entelechy, which is our soul's code. You know my purpose. You know um, what I need to be doing to live up to my greatest potential in this moment. I'm going to admit I don't. Because it didn't, my life didn't turn out the way that I thought it would. And I'm not really sure what my highest contribution is. And so now I just give it to you and I ask you to guide me on the path you would have me walk for my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. And what comes to mind as I'm speaking of this, it's sort of like the mind is a beautiful thing. Our human self is a beautiful thing, but we don't want that to be in the driver's seat. We want our mind and ego to be in service to the heart and to the soul. So what I was doing in that moment was saying to my heart and to God, I want you in the driver's seat. And if you've hung out with me before, you've probably heard this saying, if God is your co-pilot, switch seats. We want God and our soul in the driver's seat. And again, surrendering this, it was a tough pill to swallow. There was some hurt and some heartbreak. But as I have continued to do this, I do feel so much more peaceful. I did not expect my life to look like this. I now have horses. I, um, I make cowboy hats and I paint paintings. I have a beautiful, creative, peaceful life. I get to do this radio show and connect with other um, incredible beings of like mind and like heart. And I feel like I'm a spiritual rock climber holding the hands of people in front of me and behind me with the intention to um, raise in our awareness, raise in our consciousness to live lives of greater peace, joy, grace, ease, and great love. And I feel like that's what I'm doing here with you now. That's what I'm doing with my Facebook Live. That's what um, I'm doing in my quiet, small, beautiful, graceful, easy, gentle way. And now I'm completely... happy, blissed out, grateful, and I think congruent and aligned with my soul self and with my human self. And I'm at this point so grateful I didn't get what I thought that I wanted. I would have been so tired. (laughs) My husband's like, yeah, you want to do television, but you would have to get up early. I hate mornings. (laughs) That isn't really that good for me. And then If I don't get enough sleep for two or three days, I literally start to get sick and I start to not look very good. And that's not good for me. (laughs) So my soul knew for me more than I knew for myself what the right life for me was going to be. And until I really surrendered and um, into that and invited that, I wasn't going to be able to figure it out because this isn't a mind oriented process. It's a heart based process and we have to feel our way. And it can be a one step at a time situation. And it's important, again, to allow ourselves to have our human emotions, to be able to feel our feelings, even if those feelings are uncomfortable, even if those feelings don't make sense. So I found some of the ways that we can um, really give credence to our feelings is through, well, there are a lot of different ways. I've... um, I've gotten a potato out or a bat and beat up pillows and let the anger come up and out and allowed whatever words were inside of me to express. And sometimes they were surprising. Sometimes I'll get a pillow and scream into it and cry. The onions, letting the tears come up and out and whatever memory needs to surface. It's sort of like it it is. It's like peeling layers off of an onion until we finally get to that place of being um, relaxed into our center that place of authentic peace and gratitude and joy, those qualities of heaven that are above this reality of duality. And it's so funny now, as I look at my life, it's actually this feeling state that I wanted when I thought I wanted fame and fortune in LA. I, I have a beautiful community up here. I have incredible friends. And quite often we're involved in fundraisers and philanthropy and galas. And I get to wear amazing dresses. And we do walk red carpets. And we're all so, um, I think, supportive of one another. And um, I get to be creative. And I get to um, help other people become creative. I'm living this very sparkly, sweet, gentle life of beauty, grace, ease, peace. And great love. And I think it's up to each of us to figure out, or not necessarily figure out, but to settle in to that relationship with our soul so that we can figure out what it is we're doing here. You know, there's this word I love, entelechy. Entelechy is our soul's code. The entelechy of an oak, an acorn is to be an oak tree. The entelechy of uh, a corn seed is to be a big corn plant. <laughs> the entelechy of a sunflower seed is to be a sunflower. And each and every one of us has our own entelechy. And quite often we think we know what we want. Or perhaps we've taken on the desires um, of others. Perhaps we're motivated by what we're trying to prove maybe to our parents or to friends or to ourselves or others or the world. While we're in that mind-based state, it's hard for us to really relax and let um, our entelechy unfold. Sort of like the caterpillar that goes into the cocoon that becomes the butterfly. It's a surrendered process. It's not a process we can control. It's a process of letting go. Surrendering and trusting that you are loved, that you are supported that you are adored, that you are guided. And I believe each and every one of us is. But we have to open our mind to that, to that possibility and that notion before we can relax into our heart with it. And again, it's, for me, happened in layers, a step-by-step-by-step process. And today I love that um, I feel so supported and adored by the universe. And I think we all are, but if we don't feel it, if we don't believe it, it's hard to perceive and receive it. Years ago when I was still really struggling, my teachers said to me, do you believe the universe is a safe and loving place or not? And the answer was no, absolutely not. Look at some of the things that have happened to me in my life and, and we can all look around at the world and see how things are um, unfair, unjust, or scary. And then I had the awareness, if I don't feel, if I had this deep unconscious belief that the world is not safe and loving, perhaps that's why it's creating more unpleasant experiences in my life. So I really had that awareness that I need to open my mind and heart to the possibility that I am safe and that I am loved. And the more I experimented with that, the more my experience has been that. So my question to you is, do you believe the universe is a safe and loving place? And sometimes planet Earth, it isn't. But the universe is. And the truest truth is you are. You are safe. You are loved. You are adored. You are supported. Can you receive that? Can you open your mind and heart to receive that uh, the angels are cheering you on? Can you receive the grace that God is pouring down on you? Can you open your heart to just let that light and love, that sense of compassion and adoration to just pour down over you and to soak into you, soak into your body? into your skin, into your muscles, into your bones, into every cell and atom of your being. Can you let that love and compassion soothe and heal all of your hurts and heartbreaks to be a soothing healing balm to your challenging emotions? Can you receive the grace? Can you receive the grace? I hope you can, because if you can, your life Will reflect that back to you. And if there's anything I can do to support you, I really do invite you to be in touch with me. I love to be in conscious conversation and communication with any of my friends that are hanging out with me here. I love doing the show, I love hanging out with Remy, I love interviewing other conscious people. But what makes it even more satisfying and gratifying is just being in conversation with the people that allow me to be a part of their day. So if you're listening on our network, Empower Radio, if you're listening on a podcast um, on Spotify or iHeart Radio, um, however I'm coming to you, I would love for you to be in conversation and relationship with me as well. So you can email me at TammyBPhD.com and just share whatever's on your heart, whatever's in your mind. I invite questions, feedback, thoughts, your own personal inspirations or revelations. Anything that's important to you, I would be honored um, to read about and talk about. And uh, I hope you're really feeling and sensing um, my appreciation for you, for letting me be a part of your day. It really is an honor and a pleasure and a privilege. And if there's anything I can do to support you and in, uh, coming into a more authentic, loving relationship with yourself and getting to higher ground. It is my pleasure, purpose, honor, and greatest of privileges. So please know that I am holding you my heart in this moment and in my meditations, my thoughts, my prayers. And I am um, just sending you incredible blessings of, of comfort, of knowing yourself as something important, someone important, somebody beautiful. I'm holding you in my heart as I'm sending you blessings to come into beautiful, exquisite balance between your soul self and your human self. I hope you're enjoying the experience of being you. I do believe being human is a pleasure, honor, and privilege. I hope you're feeling that and sensing that and feeling the love that is here for you now. So, God bless you. Take good, gentle, compassionate care of yourself. I hope to connect soon. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.